The most precious piece of audio that I've ever made is coming next. Well, I think it's the most precious piece, but I've made so many audios over the years that it would be hard for me to know with full confidence. But what I can say is that there is nothing more precious than what I'm about to share. This is the second of the rebel stories. Now, I have a whole series of recordings of me telling my daughter stories at bedtime when she was four, five, and six before she didn't want me to tell her stories when going to bed. And I'm keen to, to introduce them and may turn them into pieces of, um, into episodes and to share them via my podcast. Yeah, I, it's not, I'm sharing them by my podcast with a certain amount of um, nervousness, which I won't go into now, but I, I had a wonderful piece of appreciation of the rebel story number one from a singer, songwriter, balladeer, and and I'm going to maybe I'll maybe I'll put him on first. Anyway, this is introducing the rebel story number two, which is all about rebels first Christmas. Oh Jeremiah Craig, I will uh, put your piece of audio on after the story. I I can't exaggerate how pleased I was to get your reaction to the first story. Um, I had no idea how anyone would react to it, and it's terrific to have a piece of audio about it from you. So, so go on, Dada. Okay, this is the story of Rebel's first Christmas in the house with us in Fort Mary, and this is what happened to Rebel. Now, you probably remember, Rebel came to our house when I was nearly four years old, just before my birthday. And I went to the, with my mummy, and I picked him out, and we brought him home to the house. So when he was about three months old, it was actually Christmas time. Christmas time in our house was very, very exciting. I had two brothers, three and two sisters. Oh! So there were lots of children all over the house at the same time. And everybody was so excited, everybody was talking at the same time. Little Rebel was completely new and he was very confused. He found it quite difficult when everybody was so excited. I had a look at him and I could see that his tail wasn't wagging properly. 
it was like just doing a little bit like this. But it wasn't going like this. So I knew he wasn't completely happy. So I put my arms around him when we had a quiet moment and there wasn't anybody else there. And I said, Rebel, what is the matter? There's something bothering you. I can tell. Well, you know dogs can't talk, right? But he was certainly able to put his tongue up and lick me all over the mouth. I thought it was a little bit disgusting myself. But I brushed my lips away and I knew he didn't mean any harm by that. And I looked at him and I said, Rebel, I think I know what might be the matter. You're new to this house. It's your first Christmas in the house. And you see everybody else getting excited. And you don't know what's going to happen. Is that right? Well, you know what, Grace? He looked at me. He just looked his two little eyes right up into my face. And, and did he shook his head? He wagged his tail. Oh. And I knew I was right. He was actually bothered by Christmas. He was a bit confused. He wasn't sure if he was going to get any presents. And he just didn't understand what was going on. So... Daddy, is, is this kind of a long rebel story? Well, it's a, it's a medium long rebel story. Do you want me to tell it a bit quicker? Well... Just take your time. Okay. But I tell you, it was a very difficult situation for me. Because I wasn't used to dogs. This was my first ever dog. And now I had a little dog that was a bit upset. <coughs> and you know what? I was a bit upset. I found it. So I went to see my daddy. And I said, Dad, I've got a problem. And you know what? He didn't say anything. He just picked me up put me on his knee and gave me a cuddle and he said tell me all about it so I said dad we've got a new dog everybody in the house and me is terribly excited but Rebel doesn't have any Christmas present he doesn't know if Santa is going to come to dogs daddy does Santa come to dogs my daddy looked me in the face and he said, Paul, I will always tell you the truth. The truth is, Santa does not come to dogs. Oh, I was so upset. Grace, you wouldn't believe it. The tears were straight out of my eyes immediately. Then he said, but, he said, Santa has a special animal helper. This is the person who looks after giving the animals their Christmas present. Most of the people aren't interested because most of the people forget their animals at Christmas. They just get excited about Christmas and they don't think of their animals. But he said to me, my daddy said to me, he said, Paul, the person who looks after animal Christmas knows about rebel." How, I said, 
How does anybody know about rebel in the North Pole? And my dad said, look, as soon as you get a dog, you can ring up Santa Claus. You can ring up the office in the North Pole and you can say that you have a new dog in the house, just like what you do when you have a baby. Oh, I see. So that's how it works, I said. Yes, said my dad. So don't you be worried. The only problem we have now is how do we tell Rebel? Leave it to me, I said. I know exactly what to say to Rebel. So I went downstairs. He wasn't there. There was no sign of Rebel. I called for him. I looked for him everywhere. But he wasn't there. I can tell you, it looked to me as if he had gone hiding. Then I heard a little noise. I heard a little noise coming from the sitting room. What, 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 what was it like this noise? No. Was it like this? Yes, it was a dog noise. It really was a dog noise. You know, you got it right first time. You knew exactly what it was. It was a dog noise. No, but, oh, I said cat first and yes. then dog. Ah, oh, yeah, you did. But you got it right. And I had to get him to come out from under the sofa. That, that wasn't the easy job. It wasn't because he was actually a bit shy of Christmas. And my brothers and sisters were running around the house, shouting and jumping and dancing and... My sister was standing on her head. And my do, do, doing cartwheels? Well, actually, she was able to stand on her head. She just... Not like a handstand. Yes, that was exactly it. And my brother was doing roly-polies. Just like me! I done roly-polies all the way to my bedroom. That's exactly it. But, you know, those were the very things that do, frightened... Do, do you know, Daddy, I done... Five roly-polies. Wow. But did you... If we had a little dog here, those roly-polies might have scared him. But I finally got Rebel out. I gave him a big cuddle. And I said, Rebel, I've got something very important to tell you. He licked me. I didn't pull my head away this time because I knew he was having a hard time. And I told him the story, the same story that my father had told me. I said, Rebel, you are going to have a very nice Christmas. But every Christmas, a dog gets a present, a special present from a special person. And this person is called Santa Claus for Animals. He looked at me. He didn't understand, really, the first time. He just liked the sound of my voice. And I held him tight so he didn't get upset. And I said, you will get a present. Now, because you've been such a good dog, I think you will get the biggest bone in the world for little dogs. And you know what? After that, for some strange reason... Rebel was in a very good mood for the next two days.
for the next two sleeps for the next 48 hours leading up to Christmas. And that was how Rebel found out about what Christmas was going to be like for the very first time. Now click, click on to my computer. The Rebel stories are stories about a little dog called Rebel that I told my daughter during the end of 2009, 2010 and 2011. My daughter was born in 2005, so it was while she was about four and a half for about two years, I haven't checked exactly how long. I made up the stories while I was saying goodnight to her in bed, uh, or as I put her to bed, and I recorded them on an iPhone 3, iPhone 3S, I think, and uh, I didn't uh, put them anywhere, but they were on the phone in the uh, voice recorder app on the iPhone. And I've had a few iPhones since then. And you know how every time you get an iPhone, you you copy what you've had on it onto the next uh, phone. So in the, in the end of the day, I have got a good lot of these stories on my current uh, iPhone and I'm I've copied them from the iPhone over onto Google Drive so I'm going to slowly release them if you like or share them they're very very precious to me and I don't want to just drop them out there all in a, all in one go. Um, I've had the most uh, wonderful um, a message from Georgie D today about the the story. I think it's about the most recent one about Rebel's first Christmas. And this was told shortly before Christmas in 2009. So it's it's just a little bit earlier than this in the list of my my audios from today. So with great thanks to Georgie D for motivating me because I wasn't sure whether anyone else would be interested in these stories. Uh, for me, they're gold dust, and uh, my daughter has no interest in them whatsoever. She's now twelve, and. I don't imagine she'll be very interested in them or interested in them at all for, you know, maybe 20 years. Who knows? But uh, here's what Georgie D has to say um, about them. And thank you very much, Georgie D. Oh my gosh, Paul. How fabulous that you still have that recording of Grace. How old was she? Was she five? 
So it must be, what, eight years old and you've kept it? You're organized enough to keep it? Paul, I'm a bit of a gypsy. So I've lived in 35 houses and I've lived in four countries. And so I've lost a lot of things in my life. I had some really precious videos of my son when he was three and a half and they were recorded over by somebody else. And accidents like that. But to hear that audio of Grace when she was so little, it's priceless. Precious, perfect, priceless. And the interaction between a father and a daughter and your storytelling and the way she talks to you. What a beautiful, beautiful piece of audio, Paul. Well done. Hey, Paul. I loved the story about Rebel. And I was just as captivated by the story as your audience was. Your live audience, anyways. They're in the room with you. That was awesome. I just wanted to call in and say that that was a really good story. And you told it masterfully. It was great. I might have to go back and listen to it again because I really liked the way that you delivered it. Thanks again. Jeremiah Craig, you very talented balladeer, singer-songwriter. Thanks a million for getting in touch about the rebel story. You know, you remind me of what it was like kneeling on the floor telling the story to my daughter. You remind me of her attention and how how lovely it was to have that and you know it was ever so easy to make up the stories it came as a surprise to me I it was lovely and thank you for your comments thank you when when you expressed your appreciation you were the first person who got in touch with me about the first rebel story in fact you're the only person who got in touch with me about the first rebel story who spoke about it and I thought I'd made a an in, uh, you know I thought I'd shared your comments until I found your your call in in my in my inbox yeah well keep up the work my friend I'm really um, I'm really lucky to to be able to hear your your songs